Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Let's break the chill off of ourselves. Stand up. Let's shake ourselves. Yes. Let's shake ourselves. Warm ourselves up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. Virtual viewers, you are still at home, but you too can praise the Lord because God woke you up this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 99 says, the Lord reigneth. Let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all the people. Let them praise thy great and terrible name for it is holy. Exalt ye the Lord our God and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. Hallelujah. Lord God, we come on this day, a day we've never seen before, to exalt and extol your holy name. We just praise you. We ascribe to you glory and honor and praise and majesty and splendor. We worship you. We worship you, oh God. For as long as we have breath, we will praise you. 
no matter the what, oh God, we praise you. Your word says to rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, you are great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. If you never do another thing for us, Father God, if you never do another thing for me, hallelujah, Father God, you've done enough when you gave your only begotten son, Jesus, to die, to save us for our, from our sins. Hallelujah, Father God, that is enough. Hallelujah, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for shedding your blood to save us from our sins. Hallelujah. We say, let everything, we agree with your word. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will now turn the service over to our deacons. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. We uh, we're gonna come here to try to do devotion. You're gonna go try to take you back down memory lane a little bit, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you know, as uh, one of our older musicians used to say, everybody, big sis, little sis, buddy, and the baby. Don't he used to say that? Let's praise God for these words are being praised. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We are going to get into doing our devotion. And right now we'll have scripture, I believe, by Brother Harvey. Okay, if you stand for the reading of God's word, please. Thank you. I'll be reading from Matthew 6, starting at the 25th verse. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Yes. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Yeah. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow? They do not labor. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Well, the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Yeah. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I've read Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. May God have a blessing to the reading, hearers, and doing of his word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
what joy we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Pray with me, please. Most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, sovereign creator of the universe and everything in it. We ask, Father God, that for your presence today. We thank you for having seen us through this week, Father God. You provided and you protected. Yes. And we say thank you. We thank you, Father God, for the thank mighty you. works that you have done thank within this body, Father God. Thank you, we thank you, Father God, that, that, that you continue to lead us and guide us, Father God. We yeah. thank you for your yeah. mercy. We thank you for your grace. We ask, Father God, that you will bless those that are sick, those that are shut in, Father God, those who are lonely, those who are depressed, those who are behind prison walls. For you said in your word, Father God, that as we do it unto them, we do it unto you. So help us to be mindful, Father God. We ask for forgiveness for those sins of commission and also, Father God, those sins of omission. Those things we should have done, could have done, yeah. but didn't do, Father God. We ask that you quicken our spirits so that we'll be mindful of others, Father God, as you continue to bless us, to allow us to be a blessing to others. We right now, Father God, just lift up the people there in Ukraine, Father God. We ask, Father God, that, that you bless them and be with them. Your word says, Father God, that the heart of the king is in your hand. Yes. So show, you, show yourself strong, Father God. And Father God, forgive us and we repent for every complaint and criticism that we have made. Father God, when we go to complain, let us think about those who are in the situations as those are, the, are in the Ukraine, Father God. And let us lift them up in that time when we even think of complaining or criticizing. We ask, Father God, that you bless yeah, the person yeah. of God that comes forth with your word. We ask that you fertilize our hearts and our minds, Father God, that we will receive that word, be not just hearers of your word, but be doers of your word. Now, Father God, we don't ask but one thing of you, and that is just for a closer walk with you. This is our prayer in the blessed name of Jesus, Father God. Continue to lead, guide, direct, correct, and protect us. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. Now let the people of God say amen. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. I told you we were going to take you back Thanks. down memory lane. John? Oh, yeah. Bless the Lord. Oh, there's a storm right out in the ocean.
It's been about two years since we've been up done this. But we come to praise the Lord. Come on. Don't you know I'm 
in the devotion. We hope that we have went far enough down the road. <laughs> God is so good. He is so great. He's blessed me over and over and over again. And I just can't forget that. When I get up in the morning and be able to move around, thank you, Jesus. We thank the Dickens for the devotion. Praise God. We'll turn it over to the church. Okay. welcome our visitors. If we have any visitors in house, would you please stand? And also, we would like to welcome any new virtual visitors. Welcome, Mount Calvary. At this time, we would like to welcome our new visitors. Please remain standing. We will welcome our visitors. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up.
Welcome. We have several pastoral observations. As you notice, I am not pastor, but I do stand in his stead. Please make notation. On April the 10th, Mount Calvary has been invited to worship with Unity Fellowship Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. They will be providing dinner at 3 o'clock p.m. and service will begin at 4 p.m. On April the 10th, Mount Calvary has been invited to worship with Unity Fellowship Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Dinner will be provided at 3 o'clock p.m. and service will begin at 4. April 24th at 4 p.m., Mount Calvary will go to worship with Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church on Dayton Liberty Road here in Dayton, Ohio. Come help Mount Calvary celebrate their church anniversary as Pastor Winston brings the word. April 24th at 4 p.m., Mount Carmel Baptist Church. Did I say Mount Calvary? Well, thank you. You're listening. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. April 24th at 4 p.m., Mount Calvary will go to worship with Mount Carmel Baptist Church on Dayton Liberty Road. Come help Mount Carmel celebrate their church anniversary as our pastor, Winston, brings the word. At this time, we have a special announcement from Chaz Amos from I Love West Dayton. Mr. Chaz? Good morning, Mount Calvary. Good morning, Mount Calvary. Before I introduce myself by a raise of hands or by a show of hands, who has grown up, lived, played, resided in anywhere in West Dayton? Good. So everybody take a look around the room. This is like 75% of the room. So I am the founder and director of a nonprofit organization called I Love West Dayton. And our goal at I Love West Dayton is to restore, beautify, and instill community pride within not just one West Dayton neighborhood, but West Dayton as a whole. We started in 2020. Our first year in July, we were able to collect over 100,000 pounds of bulk and trash across West Dayton neighborhoods. Uh, this is the first time that I've actually been able to come and speak to a church congregation about the mission. The reason why I feel that it's important to talk to the church is because you all are a major part in the community, not just because you attend this church, but because some of you live and reside in West Dayton. So I'm coming to you to solicit volunteer assistance to just ask you to visit our website, visit our social media page, and get involved in, in the mission. Our season runs from June to the end of August. 
Uh, every Saturday, we will have a different beautification and cleanup project across West Dayton. The information is here on the screen, ilovewestdayton.com, as well as Facebook and Instagram. You can go and like, share, and follow. And just again, I really want to share with you the importance of cleaning and restoring West Dayton. And all I would ask of you today is once you leave this sanctuary, no longer throw trash out of your window. No longer throw anything on the ground, right? A lot of people don't realize, you know, some people just think, oh, man, I don't want this in my car. It's making my car look messy. So you throw it out the window and then what, right? So I want to give, leave you with one mission, and I'm going to charge you with this. If you see something, say something. If you live near an illegal dumping site, call the city, call this phone number, email me, and I'll make sure our organization takes care of it, right? Because we can't sit and let the trash fester and fester in West Dayton. I grew up here, I live here, I go to school here, and this is my community. So Mount Calvary, I'm appreciative of the time to Pastor Winston and all of the staff. And again, I love West Dayton. Thank you. Come on, let's clap our hands for Jesus. Come on, let's clap our hands for Jesus. That was nice for me. Let's clap our hands for the one that saved our souls. Let's clap our hands for the one that made us. So come on, let's stand up on our feet and really give God what's due his name this morning. I know we already had devotion and praise and worship. Well, let's go ahead and actually give God what's due him real quick. Come on, clap your hands and open up your mouth and tell him how you feel about him real quick. I'm going to move, but come on, open up your mouth. Take your time. Take your time. This is your time with your God. Come on, open up your mouth and tell him how you feel about him. Tell him that you love him. Tell him that he's faithful. Tell him that he's holy. Tell him that he's righteous. Tell him that he's awesome. Tell him that he's been your healer. He's a faithful God. And all we have to do is trust him with everything we have. And lean not into our own understanding. He can handle anything. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. He can handle anything. He can do anything but fail, right? So let's trust him today. Hallelujah. Little song. What God says to us. I will be. Trust 
Yes, Lord. I'll fight your battles. I'll fight your battles if you will trust me. Trust me. I'll fight your battles. He's a Lord God strong and mighty. I'll fight your battles. Yeah. I'll fight your battles. If you will
will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. That should be our response. I will trust in the Lord till I die. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I, I die. One more time. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Now, this in, if that's any of your testimony, don't come up and lift up your hands and make that promise to him. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, gas prices up or down, war three or not, we're going to trust in the name of Jesus. Some trust in horses and chariots, but we will trust in the name of Jesus. All of the ground is seeking sand. Trust in Jesus. I admonish you to trust in him with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. Come on, open up your mouth and make that vow to Jesus right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Make that promise to him right now. I admonish you to make that promise to him right now. Trust in him. I dare you to trust in him. I dare you to trust in him. Come on, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The song said, I'll trust you, Jesus, until I die. And that's something when we can trust him. No, I'm not Pastor Winston, but I am Minister Christy Johnson. Pastor Winston is on another assignment, and we got plenty of ministers here in this house that he may not make it every Sunday. But you're going to see a different minister up here. Amen? 
And we're going to receive the word of the Lord because this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's, come on, put your hands together. Quit standing there looking at me like I don't grew two heads. Y'all know me. I know y'all. Y'all know I'm Minister Christie. Y'all ministers too. And we're going to bless the Lord for the word that he gave today. Amen. Said, I will trust you till I die. Them words get real serious as we age and as we all get older and as we look at things in the world today I'm telling you if you don't know Jesus you better get to know him before it's everlasting too late and I'm not talking about no superficial I go to church on Sunday no superficial stuff you better be in your homes you better be on your face before the Lord inside your homes brother Jonathan talked about the gas prices we got saints complaining I don't care if the gas gets seven dollars God gonna fill my tank up I'm gonna go to work I'm going to come home and I'm going to bless his name. Hallelujah, somebody. We got saints running around looking like they ain't and scared. That ain't what God called us to be in these last and evil days we living in. And yes, I said evil days because the days are evil. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't get all off. Jesus. Got to keep track of my time. Okay. Let's have a word of prayer and we're going to get into our scripture. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every soul that's here today. I thank you for every one of us who walked through the doors to hear a word from you. God, let me decrease and you increase. Father, unclog the ears of every believer in this room. Because God, every soul needs to hear what you have to say in the name of Jesus. Father, we bind up every demonic spirit that's warring and raging to keep people from hearing the word. Let them put their phones down. Let them open up their word and let you breathe on them in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you here in the congregation and if you're at home, Turn to the book of John, chapter 19, verse 28. Like I said, I won't be before you long. I thank God for this opportunity. I thank God for uh, allowing pastor to trust me with the congregation. I give praise and honor to my husband and my entire family. Hallelujah. Who is with me today. And I thank God for all of you all who are here today. So that's John, chapter 19, verse 28. And I'm going to be reading from the, I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, but it's up there on the screen in the English Standard Version too. But I'm going to read the Amplified Version first. And it reads, After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said in fulfillment of the scripture, I am thirsty. Let's read it out of the English Standard Version. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. You can have a seat. My topic today is I thirst. On a side note, if you're taking notes, I want you to put 
Am I thirsty enough? Am I thirsty enough? The definition of thirst is a sensation of dryness in the mouth and throat associated with the desire for liquids, a need to drink, an ardent desire, a craving, longing, a condition leading to dehydration, a wanting in the soul. That's the definition of hydration. I mean, uh, uh, of thirst. But as believers, we should daily thirst for the presence of God in his word. Let me say that again. As believers... If you're not a believer, this doesn't apply to you. I'm talking to the believers. As believers, we should daily thirst for the presence of God. If you're not a believer, by the time I finish, you should have a, want, a wanting inside of your soul to say, I want to get to know this Jesus. Amen? Was Jesus dehydrated from all the physical labor endured on the cross? Or was he longing for the presence of his father. So we got to go back. You got to go back. Because after this is a comma. So when you see after this in the Bible. That means you need to go back. In the beginning of the chapter. Or you need to go back a little bit further. And you need to read. What is Jesus talking about after this. So I'm going to sum it up for you real quick. Jesus had already went to Calvary. He had already been before Pontius Pilate. And, this, and we're approaching this in the natural, where we're coming up, where we celebrate what we call Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. This is what this passage of Scripture is dealing with. And so when Jesus was on the cross, the Bible says, after this, I want to pause right there, after this. I don't know if many of you know, there's a song, there's a gospel song that says, there will be glory after this after this implies that you're going to go through something amen all of us are going amen I got a witness back there all of us are going to go through something let me say this to you right now if you're not going through a storm if you're not going through nothing praise the Lord put your hand up say hallelujah but put your hand down quickly because if <laughs> if you're not going through something you will be going through it because Jesus said to all of us be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. But in this life, what life is Jesus talking about? In this life, the life that we are now living, we're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulations. We're going to go through some through some things amen and it's just not older people going through some things hallelujah it's some young people going through some things it's some young people that have to pray before they go into school God don't let them shoot my school up today amen it's some young adults who going through things that they got to decide am I going to live for Jesus or am I going to follow the way of the world amen so after this there's going to be glory after this there's some things that we're gonna go through amen so that's what Jesus was saying after this Jesus knowing that all was now fulfilled that all was now finished what was finished what was finished that Jesus would say after this 
He was born of a virgin. Amen, somebody. He lived to the age of 33. Amen, somebody. He went through every gamut of emotion that we are going through in the body of Christ. Amen, somebody. He went through every struggle. And I'm going to get real, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to get real personal. And y'all going to say, well, Sister Chrissy, how can you stand there and talk like that? Because this is what's happening in our world today. Jesus wasn't a dope addict, but he knew what a dope addict went through. He knew the cravings. He knew the sensation. Jesus never had sex. Amen, somebody. Oh, Sister Chrissy, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Because our children are getting inundated at a young age with sexual message. I'm talking about little children. I'm talking about kids in kindergarten. But Jesus never had sex, but he knew what it was like to be tempted. Amen? Jesus knew what it was like to go through every gamut of emotions. He was 12 years of age in the temple teaching, but his parents disciplined him because they got on him and they said, where were you? He back there kicking it with the Pharisees, trying to teach them something. And he was 12 years of age. But because of his obedience, he obeyed his parents in all things. And I'm leading up to my three points so I can get out of your way. Knowing that all was now finished, he had to go through all of that through his lifetime so he could get to the cross for us. And that scripture can be fulfilled. Ask yourself this question. What am I doing that's preventing me from being thirsty? I'm going to say it again. Ask yourself this question. What am I doing that's preventing me from being thirsty. Thirsty how? I'm not talking about the physical thirst. I'm talking about the spiritual thirst. God, I need you. I need your presence with me every minute, every hour, every day. I need you. I need to hear from you. And let me say this. It is not only the pastor that hears from God. Let me say it again. It's not only the pastor that hears from God. Everybody in here, every soul that's in here, God is talking to you. God is speaking to you. Now, are you listening is a different story, but he's talking to you. Amen. Jesus wasn't just dehydrated from the physical labor that he endured on the cross. He was saying, I am thirsty. Now, he may have been, I know I got some medical people here, and they probably will tell you he probably was thirsty. But he knew that he was going to be separated from his father for a little bit of time. And that's why he went down to the earth. Amen. After this, that word is mentioned 10,866 times in the Bible. Meaning this succession, it may be immediate, remote, or later. But when the Bible says, after this, you are guaranteed that glory is coming. Put your hand up in here today, people at home, put your hand up and say, after this, glory is coming. Come on, say it again. Say it like you mean it. Say, after this, glory is coming. Amen. Amen. 
After this, glory was coming, and Jesus knew the glory that he was about to, that was about to be revealed. Everything that Jesus needed to accomplish was accomplished at Calvary. Everything. That's what he could say in fulfillment of the scripture. Knowing all of this was accomplished. Hallelujah. The scripture was definitely fulfilled because we know that Jesus rose in three days. Amen. Come on, y'all. That's, that's, ooh. It blesses me. He rose in three days. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. See, why we on this earth, y'all? We thinking this, this problem not going to be solved. This situation not going to be solved. God's not going to work this out. But we can trust him and his track record. Why? We got the whole written word. See, at the time that Jesus went to Calvary, they didn't have from Genesis to Revelation. They didn't know that they could do all things through Christ in Philippians because Paul wrote that. They didn't know that at the time. But we got God's written word, amen? We know without a shadow of a doubt, we know what's going to happen in the middle, in the end. We know everything. And that's enough for us to get excited about. That's enough for us to keep persevering. That's enough for us to keep on going. Amen, somebody. See, it bothers me when we as saints, we start bellyaching. And I am learning. I haven't always learned this, but I am learning. Stop whining about the situation. I told y'all earlier, it don't matter how much the gas prices get. Just saying, I ain't walking nowhere, amen. I told my husband the other day, I don't even know how to catch the RTA. And I used to catch the RTA bus all the time. All I knew was number one was the Third Street bus. And I knew if I make it to Third Street, I could get downtown. But Chrissy ain't walking nowhere. Chrissy going to drive her car. Amen, somebody. And the same with us. After this, there will be glory. After this, there will be victory. After this. Come on here, saint. After this, Jesus knowing that all was now finished. That's why he had to get to the cross. That's why he had to tell Peter, get behind me, Satan. You a stumbling block. You an offense. Because you in my way from the destination that I'm trying to get to. Who's in your way? Who is stopping you from being thirsty? What is stopping you from getting to where you need to be in the name of Jesus? That's what we ought to be focused on. And this ain't to offend nobody. This is just to tell people I can't hear you right now. Because I'm focused. I got my eye on the prize. Somebody asked me the other day, last week, why do I always post what pastor says after prayer? And then I post hashtag JFM. I said, because that stands for Johnson Family Ministry. And they asked me, do you have a family ministry? No, I don't. But we will have a family ministry. 
I don't care whether it's coming through my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren, my great-great-great-great-grandchildren, my great-great-great-great-grandchildren, my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren. When me and Reggie are no longer here on the earth, I know that ministry is going to continue. I know that we're storing up a legacy right now in the name of Jesus for those that are coming behind us. And when they look on my bookshelf in all the books and, and I know we don't have CD players no more but you just never know all the CDs all the things that I got on the shelf they're going to say man grandma loved the Lord her and grandpa really prayed look at all this stuff because after this it's going to be glory now I don't know if that y'all don't get excited about JFM but I'm excited about JFM and y'all to be putting it on your own family y'all to be saying favors family ministry and Kim's family ministry, amen, and, and, and Bolden family ministry, amen. I'm just looking at it, people. You ought to be saying Mal's family ministry. You ought to be standing on what God has told you. You ought to be taking it to the bank, amen, somebody. You ought to be, well, you already saying it now because you already got it. All the grandkids, y'all got Burke's family ministry, amen. <laughs> Steven's family ministry. I see you, Brother Larry. I, yeah, I'm going to call you out. There you go. Okay, everybody know I gave Brother Larry a shout out. Say hallelujah. <laughs> but we ought to be standing on that and calling those things not as be as though they are. Because God's word is true. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, after knowing this, after all he had to go through on the cross, said after this let me give you all my three points because I went through them so quickly the first point is after this that means it's going to be a succession after this succession succeed you are going to succeed after this Somebody ought to be telling themselves this morning, I'm going to succeed. I don't care what it looks like right now. I don't care what it appears to be like. After this, I'm going to succeed. Why? Because Jesus went to Calvary, and I'm his child. And he said, no good thing will he withhold from them that do what? That walk upright. That means that's not walking like the ways of the world. So after this, I'm going to succeed. Second point. Everything was accomplished at the cross. There's nothing that you all try to make up, that we all try to do, that hasn't already been accomplished at the cross. When Jesus got up from the grave, he got up with all power in his hand, and it was completed. What was completed? That means if I get sick, and in this, and I know we still got on our mask and stuff, and I know we may get sick, but guess what? By his stripes, I'm healed. Come on, y'all. Maybe y'all don't get excited, but I get excited. COVID twice. Soon after COVID, I had a stroke in October of 2021. Do it look like I had a stroke, Saint? Do it sound like I had a stroke, Saint? I told the hospital, I got to get up out of here. They're like, where you going? I got to go to work. I got stuff I got to do. They said, you need to rest. I said, I got stuff I got to do. Say, when you know that you know that you know, and I may be talking to somebody at home, you better know that you know that you know God has called you. 
called me to do what, Sister Christy? Called you, number one, to be his witnesses in the earth. That's what he's called all of us to do. Just be a witness. You ain't got to say, I am his witness. Just be. Just, just show up every day on your job. If you retired, show up at the library or wherever God would have for you to do. Show up and do the things that he has called you to do. We're not just existing just to be existing. Mm. We're on an assignment. And let me tell you, everybody God has called home, their assignment was complete. Why? Because he called them home. Everybody. I didn't understand it when I lost my aunt six months later. I lost my mother. A year later, my sister got sick. Within that year, she in the hospital, then my brother. And it's just like boom, 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 death after death after death. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. There's a song that goes, things get better by and by. We'll understand it better by and by. You may not understand why stuff is happening to you, when it's happening to you, but like the saints used to say all the time, especially my mother, just live. Come on, look at somebody across the room, wherever, say, just live. Just live. Just keep on living. Just keep on living. Just keep on doing the things that you've been doing, but seek God. I understand it now why I had to go through what I had to go through. It didn't make sense then. But after this, hallelujah. The third point is the scriptures were fulfilled. Scriptures had to be fulfilled. The scripture that's been written about your life. Ain't no scriptures been written about my life since Christy. Yes, it has. First one, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Fear not is another scripture. What are you afraid of? Come on here, saint. If God be for us, who can be against us? We ain't got to be afraid of nobody or nothing or no situation. Amen? So the scripture was fulfilled. In Psalm twenty-two, fifteen, 15, the word says, My strength is dried up like a fragment of clay. And my dry tongue clings to my jaws. And you have laid me in the dust of death. How many have been close to death? Well, you just felt like giving up. But after this, say after this. John, John 17, 4. G, no, excuse me. Psalm 69, 21. The word reads, they, the self-righteous hypocrites, also gave me gall, poison, and bitterness for my food. And for my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. This was what Jesus was quoting in the Old Testament. And we think the Old Testament, Psalms, Psalms come before the book of John. Because he was in the beginning. He still is, and he is coming back. Amen? Then finally, Jesus said in John 17, 4, he said, I have glorified you down here on earth. 
by completing the work that you have gave me to do. Let me give that to you again. John 17, verse 4. I have glorified you. Who did he glorify? God the Father. Down here on this earth. By completing the work that you gave me to do. What has God assigned you to do? Ask yourself that. Put that in your notes. What has God assigned me to do? And am I glorifying him in what I go to do? They tease me all the time on my job. And they go tease me tomorrow. What day is this, Christy? Because I told them that I would be retired from the University of Dayton Research Institute by the age of 40. <laughs> I was young and dumb, didn't know what I was saying. So 40 done came and went. So I said, I'm going to be gone by the time I'm 50. <laughs> Fifty came. It was a glorious fifty. But fifty done came and went. I said, okay, okay. I'm look at fifty-five because praise be to God, I've got thirty-five years in. And I said, by the time I'm fifty-five, I'm gonna be gone. Fifty-five came and went. They had a wonderful celebration for me. Surprise party. But then I turned sixty. They said, Christy. I said, leave me alone. <laughs> Don't talk to me. How much longer are you going to work? I'm working on it. <laughs> well, you might as well be here till you're 65. No, I ain't going to be here that long, saint. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. But every day I go into my job to glorify God. Every day I show up there to ask him, who do you want me to reach? And I'm telling you now. There are some people, that's why I say, you got to know your purpose in life. There are some people that have reached out to me in the last couple of weeks, and my heart hurts for them. They come to me with all of their problems. See, I'm not just a secretary anymore. I'm just not an admin who manages contracts. I'm more like a counselor because they come to me with their issues and their problems. And I always point them where? Back to Christ. And that's what we ought to be doing. That's what Jesus did. He pointed people always to the Father. That's why he said, I came to do the work that you sent me to do. And the scripture is being fulfilled. Make sure you fulfill your purpose. Don't go out this door today not knowing what your purpose is. And if you don't know, I ask that you get into the presence of God. It's a quiet time at home, in the car, wherever the Lord leads you. And you ask him, what is my purpose? What have you called me to do? And let me glorify you. Let me leave you with this. And I'm going to leave. This is my conclusion. John 4.34 my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. Let me read it again. My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. That's what we ought to be doing. All of us, whether you at home, whether you in the sanctuary, you come, you hear the word of the Lord, and then you say, my will is to do the will of him who sent me. 
Finally, I want you all to focus on this. When we thirst for God's presence, he will be with us. Scripture has shown us that Jesus will be with us to the very end. When we thirst for greater, be prepared because greater is coming. As believers, we should daily thirst for the presence of Almighty God in his word. Our desire should be to do the will of Jesus if we are truly his children. I thirst. What are you thirsty for? What are you thirsty for? That's what you need to ask yourself. What am I thirsty for? And what's ever blocking me from getting my thirst quenched, that needs to move in the name of Jesus. If you're here today and you don't know this great Jesus that we are talking about, I invite you to get to know Jesus. You can, all you have to do is just slip up your hand and say, I want to get to know this Jesus. Because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. The word says, or Christy says, don't leave earth without him. When you leave this earth, because all of us are going to lay down these bodies, don't leave this earth not knowing Jesus. There's nothing better, the song says, than knowing Jesus. And if you don't know him, just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Let me, let me know who you are. Reveal yourself to me. Andrea, he's okay. He's okay. Let him be with Papa. So if you're here today and you want to get to know him, just slip your hand up. Thank you, Jesus. If you're watching by home and you want to get to know this Jesus, put your name in the chat. Somebody from here in the congregation, Sister Kim Brown, Sister Kim Williams will be with you. She'll get with you. But all of us should get to know him. And more importantly, all of us should know after this, we got a destiny to fulfill. We have a purpose to fulfill. So I want to get to know this Jesus. Is there one? Everybody in the congregation is saved? Okay, y'all too quiet. I don't know if y'all saved or not. Maybe I need to stand up here a little bit. Everybody in the congregation saved? Everybody know Jesus? Let me tell you, like me and my husband was talking the other day. I said, we all say, I know Jesus. I know who he is. I know what the words say. But do he really know you? You say you know him. But do he know you? Amen, somebody? Amen. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for this time. Father, we thank you for your word so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that every soul within the Mount Calvary and those watching online and those who will watch the replay will commit to you more of themselves. 
Empty us, Lord God, and fill us with your presence because we are thirsty. And we thank you for your word today. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the word. Amen. He is a faithful God. So, this concludes our service. And we'll be led by the ushers. But before we're led by the ushers, um, they have our giving statements up on the screen. There it goes. If you choose to give, you can give by Givelify. It's right there on the screen. It's a quick app. And if I learned how to operate it, y'all can learn how to operate it. Amen. We have text to give. 855-908-0710. The deacons are here. If you want to give, uh, write out your check or cash and put it in the envelope. The deacons will be at the back door to collect your service. Oh, and we also have Cash App. You can give Cash App, dollar symbol, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. So there are several ways to give. Amen. Amen. So let's stand up, everybody. This has been a blessed time for us to be together. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. We go out that door this week. We go out wearing his name, knowing that he is with us, knowing that after this, there's going to be glory in our lives. After this. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. So we thank God for this gathering. Now, unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glorious throne, be glory and honor, dominion and power, both now and in the world to come. Amen. Amen. Everybody have a blessed week. God bless you all. Remain in your seats. The, um, the ushers will dismiss you by sex. Thank you. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.